Hey, Fadies, thanks for listening to The Fate of Ison. I'm DM Brad, and this is Chapter 5, Episode 10. I'm going to kick this episode off with not one, but two disclaimers. So, here we go. Firstly, uh, we recorded an entire episode before this one that didn't actually record, because it turns out that my computer is a lying liar from Liartown. Uh, the computer said, hey Brad, I'm definitely recording right now, uh, but when we ended the game almost two hours later, it was like, ha totes JK, I didn't record shit, shame bro. So uh, yeah, we lost a whole session to the pesky technology demons, um, and we tried to recap it during this episode, so hopefully you can kind of follow what you missed. Uh, and the second disclaimer is that during this episode, the players had an extreme case of the sillies. Uh, I'm talking full-on cuckoo bananas. We actually play a bit of D&D for a while, but uh, yeah, y- y- you've been warned. I cut a lot out. Uh, and I mean a lot. Uh, Okie dokie. And here is a recap of the last episode. Last time, the Apple Squadeth awoke in the Freelands and headed toward the western coast. Hodge flew ahead and found a settlement of orcs. When the heroes met with the orcs themselves, they were immediately welcomed into the fray with hugs, drinking, a recreational fight which Banfor lost, and a crazy, crazy party. Marley also managed to find an old pirate orc who said he has a boat they can use to get across the wild sea. As a collective. Um, recap. Brad, I'm a whore. You know this. I'll be whoever you want me to be. <laughs> Private dancer. <laughs> By the way, I'm I'm recording just in case. Yep. Cool. So <laughs> I think I. we've decided that we'll both just record just in case. Sweet. Yeah, I am too, and so far so good. I'm gonna test chew some twisties. Can you tell me if this comes through? Yep. It sounds mm. like a person walking down a stony track. Yep. So That's we, why I, I thought I'd get away with it. I got thick cheeks, but I also got a big mouth. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I mute my mic yep. when I'm eating. I got the wrong kind of thick cheeks. Yeah. What's up? Um, try again, but turn your f- turn away from the mic and sort of cover your mouth with your hand. You can still hear the original crunch. Yeah, the first bite. But then you can't really. The first crunch. What if I do like mm-hmm. a? <laughs> I'm not recording video because there doesn't seem to be a lot of point. I without love. I mean, there's a video. chance to headbutt my keyboard, but. I, I love that, that this is how this episode begins. <laughs> um, yeah, so we could yeah, Or you could just mute your mic. You know, just a thought. I'm living in the moment, okay. bruh. So you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be eating a lot of twisties, so we need to come up with a game plan for how I can both achieve my love of Dungeons & Dragons and my love of more twisties than is recommended on the pack. Mm. (laughs) um right so what happened last time we've kind of got two last times uh we've got the last time that the listeners have heard in the previously released episode uh in which you guys went to the orc settlement of freeworth made a bunch of new friends and had a sort of a, a training fight uh sort of a recreational um brawl if you will and also had just a mad party with lots of drinking, lots of singing and dancing, and lots of hugs. So you're not doing an episode to wrap up what happened the last recording? No, we're going to do that now. As a group. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. Alright, so, wasn't so, quite up with the plan. No, I'm, I'm not recording an in-between episode of just me recapping it. I'm going to make you fuckers recap it. <laughs> <laughs> luckily uh yeah you you didn't have a massive plot point you just sort of uh got uh, a lot of flavor sorted um and a, quite a bit of like adventure as well on your mm. journey toward the wild uh the continent of the wild so yeah I'll, i guess i'll kick it off and you can all feel free to oh firstly hello uh oliver jules and jules what's <laughs> <laughs> dude hey um, Introduce yourselves for the listeners in case this is their first time listening. Hey, which is a weird introduce time to jump yourselves. In. Oh, introduce yourselves. Don't it's like that cheerleading up. thing. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> hello, it's me, Oliver Scripps. Um, I'm mayonnaise with a dose of sriracha. Hi, how are you? 
um, but mostly mayonnaise on a, on a grain loaf as a person. Um, but hey, look, somebody's done something fun. What shape is the sriracha? It's in the shape of a penis. So, welcome to the jungle. It's me. Um, I play Dan for what? He's a barbarian. That's it. Goodbye. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, I'm I'm Jules, and I'm I guess I'd say garlic aioli with a bit of paprika. Um, I'm gonna go with that. That seems good to me. Um, and I play Mollycraft, the uh, half elf bard with a bit of ranger in her. You know, actually, she's equal parts bard and ranger right now. That won't always be the case, but that is the case right now. That's me. Uh, I, I'm also Jules, but uh, in a slightly more masculine way. Um, I don't like sauce. Uh, I never have. I think it's divisive, and uh, whenever I get burgers, I always get them without mayo or tomato sauce on them. I hate uh, you. <laughs> Uh, I support that's my you. Stance. Thank you. Um, I think it stems from childhood trauma. Um, I play Arcus, <laughs> who is a cloud demon, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's all you need to know about that. Uh, I'm Brad. I am the DM, and I just learned that one of my players is a sourceless heretic monster. <laughs> yeah, right. What the fuck? Did we yeah. ask this before they before they joined? Not vetted properly, man. This is not vetted. Like, <laughs> here's my problem, okay? Because I grew up as a child of two nations, New Zealand and Australia. I'd be here in New Zealand. I'd hear the advert. Waddies kids eat <laughs> New Zealand kids are Waddies kids. They eat sauce. I go over to Australia. The same ad. I couldn't stand it. It's just like wheat bucks. <laughs> Wait. Torn between my two families, so I choose neither. <laughs> oh, that's a big dog move. Yeah. Right. What is that well, over in Aussie? It's like Weedabix or something. No, it's oh, it's I think it's Weedabix in the UK, but like literally nice. the adverts yeah. get made in the same place for New Zealand and Australia. So I'd go over to Australia, mm. and they've got the Kiwi. You know, in New Zealand they've got the Kiwi uh-huh. kids. It's Aussie just Aussie kids. kids. Are we fix kids? It's the same thing. It's lies. Does their mouth move like they're saying something else? Like in like in a dubbed kung fu film? If anything, I think our ones would be the dubbed ones. I, I don't know. I feel like like because they're made got... in Australia. Controversial. I feel like we've got the thicker penis um, metaphorically <laughs> when it comes to wheat mix. Mm. I, just, I feel like we've got more No, we've more got girth. more stake in the game, for sure, but um, they well, just physically make the ads. <laughs> they just physically make the ads over there, so I've got to imagine... Like, I can't imagine Aussies deciding to let us have it first for once. I don't know. You know like Pavlova and Farlap. The thing is that you can't trust them. Don't get me started so. on Pavlova. I did a whole episode in Jules from NZ about Pavlova, and it turns out neither of us freaking invented it. And I got really upset when I realised. Neither of our nations invented anything. They're fucking prisoners, and we are the dudes that kept fucking the livestock. Like, we're, <laughs> we're derivative people. We don't do anything new with egg whites, apart from use them as lube, presumably. Anyway, all of this is hiding the fact that Brad has not come out and said what sauce he is. <laughs> uh, I am jalapeno. Mayo. I'm jalapeno mayo, which is both uh, a good descriptor of me and my favourite sauce. So I like that we've all gone very conservatively. We've all accepted that we're white, and that that, <laughs> that means some sort of mayonnaise-based dish. You know, Jules has put in something slightly Italian: garlic, earthy, a little bit of paprika. Brad, he's gone in. He said I'm mayo, but you know what? Jalapeno, delicious, <laughs> on the menu. Yeah, boy. Mayonnaise, bit of sriracha. Jules, demon child. <laughs> First up against the wall when the revolution comes. Barely a person won't speak to them. Did whatever they did, likes dust or sand or something on a sandwich, wants to eat dehydrated food for the rest of their life. I don't know what somebody like that says, but they definitely vote ACT. So. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Like everything that I you believe in. <laughs> Slanderous. <laughs> you can't slander this me just because might... I'm sourceless. 
This might be my favorite start to an Eisen episode in a really long time. I don't trust the dry. <laughs> and I like that none of this was discussed. Oliver just started describing himself as a source and we just ran with it. <laughs> All of this is discussed. <clears throat> Welcome to oh. our comedy improv hour. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes we play D&D. <laughs> it turns Who out we didn't we really last week, Brad. As as Oliver mm. rightly points out, mm-hmm. uh, you didn't miss much. No, the thing is, they did. What we got last well, they missed, last time... They, they missed Nio. They missed meeting they a missed... great new NPC called Nio. They missed a skills challenge which involved you all expertly navigating your way out of a bad storm on the high seas. I feel like... I trained up my just... mouse. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like there was just a lot of mouse play. <laughs> that was an important code. and integral yeah. part of the game. Well, Nio was very fascinated by, uh, Rain, uh, by Rain, who is uh, Cloud's... Clouds? Your name's not Cloud. Arcus's <laughs> mouse. Uh, and Banfor also had a small brigade of mice who were very heroic in saving the panda crab that he had captured and was storing in his shield. Yeah, and we named a boat. Oh fuck, I wrote a name. <laughs> That's right. The boat was meant to be called oh. Nar with a K-N-A-R-R after the Viking vessels. But when you asked me, no. what's the what's the name? My response was, oh, fuck, I wrote a name and you decided that was the name. So <laughs> We've also mechanically had accepted that my shield can bear weight uh, while hovering. So it was able to bear its its capacity of water and a panda crab. Which is not a lot of weight. It's like a puddle with a crab in it. It's got to be at least 15 kilos. Okay. I hope you... <laughs> aren't planning to use this somewhere down the line and really fuck me on a story point <laughs> all I'm saying it, is that's how generally much what this... happens when you allow us anything <laughs> we can't have nice things Brad oh, yeah. I mean Brad do you remember when you said that Banfor could have like a mouse or two Yeah. <laughs> how much has that fucked you kind of derailed that the directly entire... led me to taking over an entire district yeah exactly you caused all of that really if anybody should be mad it should be and it caused yourself it caused the whole spin-off podcast of the gigantic adventures of jeff and simon one of whom is a mouse um you let me make drugs man yeah yeah i've I've got to learn it's all on you also uh modge modge which is hodge and marley um, when they're together, they're referred to as Modge, yeah. apparently. And they're a celebrity Looking couple. around the camp, Ugh, they're making a Modge. <laughs> um, they weren't playing training. I wrote that down. Yep. Yeah, they did. Uh, and you rolled really high too. So they did uh, a lot of um, aerial maneuvers and really uh, smooth takeoffs and landings onto the boat as well. So um, you and Hodge are really bonding over his uh, new abilities. And whenever the others aren't watching, you are making a Modge. Oh, right. Yeah. Friends of the family, eh? And then also, by the way, did you know we were running away from a shark? Yes. I've also got that written down. So the second day of your high seas travel, um, you noticed that bearing down on you is a huge shark fin. We're talking megalodon-sized shark fin speeding through the water. Um, With a shark attached. With presumably with a shark attached beneath it, it's not just a fin. It's a, it's a new monster I've invented, um, the fin monster. Um, <laughs> after Finroy, uh, our comedy friend, um, and <laughs> I remember I ruined one of his sets once because I was real drunk and real stoned, and I shouted the punchline because I figured it out. But it turns out I hadn't figured it out. I just remembered it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <he was> so <laughs> Um, Arcus used a bit of Arcus used a bit of <laughs> good quick thinking and cast three gust of wind spells, uh, each of which lasts a minute, and propelled the ship at a very away. very great speed, um, far enough that you were able to see the distant continent on the horizon. It's still not exactly close, but now you at least can see it. Um, and you've run out of gust of wind spells, and the shark is approaching you. And we're going to start this by rolling. I've it. got down here that I readied a spell. Okay. I don't know what that means, but I, I assume I'm telling myself that's what I did. Okay. And Banfor went into a rage, which he then lost because th- because three minutes passed. <laughs> so yeah, I guess we're going to rock right into it. 
and start by rolling initiative for this shark event. The shark is 150 feet away from you. Oh, I'm up in the up in the mast still on the cross piece with yes. javelins. Uh, yes, you are. Yes, because I got you to roll a deck save to see if you held on when Arcus did gust of wind, and you did. So I have received from the gods of dice a fucking five. Five. Which means <laughs> seven is my total. I got a twenty-one, Bert. Sixteen for Arcus. 21 for Marley. Okay, Marley is first. You and Hodge can attack interchangeably. So on your turn, either you or Hodge can do yep. your thing. Um, and she's going to Hunter's Mark as her action, uh, bonus action, get a bit closer to the railing or whatever, kind of brace herself against the railing and fire at whatever she can see. So the fin. So the fin is 150 feet away. Can you do those things? at that distance mm-hmm. and, and by the way Nio... 120 so no but I'll still hunt his market okay. um, and then just sort of brace myself as such and then I will tell Hodge to get in the air in okay. case I need him to attack you okay. know like so I'll sort of express that to him yep that's cool and he can move his speed okay. yeah and so Nio, the uh, turquoise skinned goblin she's huddled down as, as low as she can get like beneath the benches of the ship and she's clearly not she makes it very obvious she's not taking part in whatever you're about to do with the shark and she's just hands like clasping her head almost fetal just going just as long as the mice don't get hurt don't hurt the mice don't hurt the mice and don't hurt me and it's now Arcus so it's 150 feet away yep it can move 50 yeah. feet in its turn, so it's going to get to you in three turns, but you can obviously intercept it. Wait, what do you mean? Like, you can start attacking it before it reaches you, if you've got something like you could do with that range. Oh yeah, no, I mean, I could cast Sleet Storm, but it doesn't look that helpful. Um... <laughs> it just makes the water cold. <laughs> yeah, uh, do I have to do anything? Maybe I'll just, like, comfort um, Naya. If there's any buffs or anything, sometimes buffs are good to do before you... Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Okay, yeah. Let's, um... Okay, I'll use Water Walk and... Start walking over to the... Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that's my choice that I'm making. If I'm um, just reading in the description, if you target a creature submerged in a liquid, the spell carries yeah. the target to the surface of the liquid. Wait, so you could lift the shark up out of the water, <laughs> like once off, it gets close enough. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> up, up onto the surface, so you can walk out. Do this so I can punch it. Yeah, yeah, sounds good. So good yeah, plan. You can walk out whatever your speed is, thirty feet. Mm. So you've closed the distance there. Um, and the shark is just going to spend its turn getting um, 50 feet closer. So it's now 100 from the boat and 70 from Arcus. And now it's banned for. Um, 70 feet. I don't think that's... Oh, no, I can throw 120 feet. Woohoo! Okay, okay. Um, banned for is going to uh, enter a rage again. Yep. So that's fun. And it's going to throw... Two javelins, I guess. So I'm going to do two shots of disadvantage um, at 120 feet. Yep. Can I go back and say that um, these are the same ones that I've been practicing with, fishing with and they've got rope attached? Okay, but would you have 120 feet of rope attached? Or like 50 feet of rope? I wouldn't. Not. Disregard me. Okay, the first one. Uh, that's 14. Against all odds, you hit the shark with your first javelin. Yes. Uh, second one. Oh, cool. Uh, Sixteen. Again, you somehow <laughs> hit the speeding shark a hundred feet away with two javelins. So yeah, roll your damage. Um. So two d six plus five six. Oh no, it's nine total. Nine total. Okay, so that's not a lot. Um, gotta do the mathematics and now it's Marley it is a hundred feet away cool 
I want to try anyway. Hundreds disadvantage, right? Uh, for what are you doing? Your crossbow? Well, it's 120 foot range, so should be alright, right? You remember at the keep when we were facing, about to face unknown trantists? Um, and I also threw a javelin with disadvantage and also hit a dude right in the face. And, and so. knocked, knocked him off the uh, off the ledge. So, yeah, you're pretty good with sure a javelin. Did. Okay, so Marley, you've, okay. Been, you've got your hunter's mark so, on and you're going to attack with your crossbow? Yeah, and I forget. If I'm firing, remind me again one more time, I need to write this down. If I'm firing both arrows at the same target, it's just one attack roll, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, cool. So okay, pull, in that case I completely and... miss. Okay. And you'll be pleased to know it was a nat one. So give me the chaos curse. Okay, so <laughs> uh, let me bring that up as you roll a d100. Hey, <laughs> I love the chaos curse. I haven't actually rolled this in a really long time, so. 48. So you think that this giant shark approaching you is someone that you know and care about. Hey, um, Brad, I hate to admit it, but what's that? What's that hawk that I really like with the, with the Pac-Man on his side? Do you mean I've Fox, forgotten his Foxworthy? Name. Foxworthy, fuck. It, see, we haven't played in a while. Um, I think it's Foxworthy. And I'm like, Foxworthy, here we go. Um, she has to wisdom, um, wisdom save on each of her turns to overcome it. <laughs> also, I'm I'm just going to roll because I think if I'm hallucinating, my concentration might be affected. So I'm just going to roll to see if I cold it because I've got a concentration spell up. So yeah. I got a 16. So I reckon I managed yeah. to somehow hold it as my target even though I'm hallucinating. Yeah, which might be confusing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just really focused on it. <laughs> yeah, no, that makes sense. <gasps> my loved one, I am very focused on you. <laughs> <laughs> if we're fans I'm gonna of, get you um, and give you a big old hug. <laughs> if we're fans of the Name of the Wind series, we'll recognize this duality of thought required for Magehood. Sure do. Uh, sympathy magic. Sympathy magic. Uh, I don't know that it's direct. No, it is direct sympathy. Uh, to be able to hold the thing as itself and as two things. Gotcha, bro. I got you, bro. King Killer. What up, dog? King Killer for life. <laughs> um, and now, Arcus, you are 30 feet out onto the water. Yep. I would now like to cast Guiding Bolt. Okay, cool. <laughs> And that should hit. Um, 4d6. Okay. Sixteen. Sixteen. Sixteen damage with the guiding bolt. Cool. Yeah. Um, what's the descriptor for how how you do your guiding bolt spell? Oh, um, I wanna. Uh, I'm I'm basically just copying um, Banthor with the with the javelin throwing. Oh, that is dope, Zeus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm just monkey see, monkey do, you know. Yeah, that is so cool. Um, do you do anything else on your turn? Uh, no, I'll stay. I'll stay out on the water. Okay. Do you want to go another thirty feet forward? Uh, where Where is it? Uh, how far away is it now? It's seventy feet away from you. So it, it's going to come closer another... Yeah, on its next turn it's going to uh, end up 20 feet away from you. Right, and I only need to be 30 feet within it to uh, make it float from the water walk. So I, I'm good where I am. I'll stay where I am. Okay. I'll hang out on the water. Cool, so you just... Remember that it will hit you first if it does not, manage to... Not if it comes within... I mean, it might attack me. But it won't Screw it won't me. be able to drag me under yet, is all. Mm. <laughs> I love what Arcus is doing right now, just sort of be- bending all the physics of this. Um and I'm yes. the avatar now. Yep. So <laughs> Look at me. I am the avatar now. So the shark is just <laughs> gonna close in fifty more feet, so it's now twenty feet from Arcus, fifty from the boat. So I'm still throwing javelins at disadvantage, I believe. 
Um, so that is a 12 with this advantage. Okay, how many javelins do you have? Because two have just been completely lost now. Uh, well, technically one of them is stuck in the thing. Well, two of them are stuck in the shark, I guess. Two of them are stuck in the shark. Unless they just grazed um, it because you rolled such shitty damage roll. <laughs> um, another one, how dare you. Um, equipment. Javelin. Ten. Okay, so, so, so you've been carrying around ten javelins this whole time. This cool. whole time I've had ten javelins, it would turn out. I think probably five is, is more responsible and reasonable. I mean, I don't think I would have had ten javelins with me, would I? Uh, we'll, we'll call it five. So I, I hoof two more and I get a twelve with one of them. Okay. With that, disadvantage. That misses. That just um, goes into the water and you can't tell if it hurt or not, but I'm, I'm telling you. Son of a whore. Um, and the other one, haha, uh, is a 21. So that's going to be 1d6 plus 3. Uh, so it's 9 again. That's nice. 9 more damage. So 18 total damage. Yep, okay. 18 total. 18 total. 18 total. Wait, wait, why is it 18 total? You got 9. Uh, uh, it was 9 for the last one and 9 for this one. Oh, 9 last turn. Yeah. Okay, so nine, yeah, nine this turn is all, is all I'm counting. Yeah. Um, nine... Apologies for putting you. Cool. I was like, ah, how many times did you attack it? Um, and now Marley with the fifty foot away shark. That I think is amazing, and my friend, um, <laughs> I ca it's fifty foot. Yep. Cool. So I jump into the ocean. <laughs> nice. Just hop out and sploosh. Yeah. And I swim a bit, um, and seeing as I'm not a, a sea thing, my speed would be halved. What's my speed? 30, because it's difficult terrain for me, so I only get 15 feet forward, yep. which makes it, what, 35, so I can't really do anything else yet, but I'm going fuckworthy! Yeah, so, you, so are you like treading water, um, waiting for it to arrive, or are you like peeking under the water? Well, I mean, mechanic mechanically speaking, I'm swimming towards it and trying to talk to it. Yeah. You know, because it, like, I yeah. In fact, I could probably spend my whole turn trying to. Because what can I do as a bonus action, for instance? And, and at the Not end of really your, at the end of your turn, Jules, when you're all done with the stuff you can do. Um, roll a wisdom save, DC 14. Yeah, yeah. I probably wouldn't use my full action to go again, because I want to do something when I get there, but... Let's roll a save! What's my wisdom? It's two, so that's a 15! Okay, you suddenly realise at the end of your turn, this isn't Foxworthy, this is an enormous fucking shark. And I'm in the water with it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Um, Banfor, just quickly, what what would Banfor's thoughts be seeing Marley just like casually hop into the water? Uh, Banfor would look at one of his javelins that does have rope on it and just sort of look at Marley and then just sort of think, well, that's probably the only way she's getting back on board. <laughs> oh, not necessarily. I mean, I swam out there. I can probably I mean, swim. While, while, while you're swimming out, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to have to get her, and I'm not getting in the water. Looks <laughs> <laughs> um, like somebody's right, jabbing right, in the butt. <laughs> right as you're, like, like looking at me, you do see my eyes go wide and start to turn <gasps> around. Like... <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> yeah. Water? I don't. <laughs> Between uh, this creature and Foxworthy, there is a sharp contrast. Hey, hey! Uh, it's alright. It. It's, a, it's alright. I'll, I'll, I'll leave. It's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just turn off your Skype, man. Yeah, and now it's it's Arcus's <laughs> turn. Um, it's Arcus who is standing on top of the water, uh, twenty feet away from the uh, shark. You can see the shape of it under the water, and yeah, it's monstrous. Hot. Okay. Um, I would like to cast Water Walk on the shark to bring it to the top of the water so that it maybe will drown in the air. What happens to um, your water walk? It's not concentration. Mm. 
So, yeah, it's not concentration, so you could probably... Cast... It says up to 10 willing creatures. Okay, oh, yeah, wait. So you just have to use another spell slot to cast it again. Yeah. If you, yeah, target a creature three. submerged. So then what happens to the shark? The spell, um, the spell carries the target to the surface of the liquid at a rate of 60 feet per round. So what it would do is just lift it. Is up it a willing it. creature or anything? Like, it's just anything. Wait, up to 10 willing, sorry, up to 10 willing creatures you can see within range gain this ability. So you could have done it to your comrades, um, mm. but it's not, not going to it's, it's work on the shark. Then I'll do it to, um, <laughs> to Marley. <laughs> okay. Yep. So you. Yeah. I will cast water walk on my on my friend who is also in the ocean with me. <laughs> yeah. So Molly goes to like turn around suddenly, going shit. That's not Foxworthy, and then start treading water in the air. And <laughs> is very confused. Just rise up. He and realizes suddenly. it's a shark. Gets up and runs. Jeffy <laughs> 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 Duck shit. Yes. No bad of the wily coyote, eh? like, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, insert that diddly 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 feet sound. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, can you do anything else on your turn, Arcus? Um, I, that's... Mm, no, I don't think so. Okay. That's an action. <laughs> yeah, do you have any like bonus actions or anything you could do? Um, do, 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 do. Bonuses. You could cast Spiritual Weapon as a bonus. You could cast Sanctuary as a bonus. What does Sanctuary do? Oh, you can choose a creature not to get attacked. Okay. You can make that yourself and be like, fuck you, Mahali, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah, fine. I, I cast Sanctuary on myself so I don't get eaten by a shark. Do you? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so just sort of reflexively. Yeah. Uh, I save Marley and then I'm like, let's just, we'll, we'll protect myself a little bit. Let's armor up. Okay, nice. So Dear got... God, <laughs> please stop me from getting eaten by the shark. I know you're a fan of putting people in large uh, water-like creatures. <laughs> Okay, so that's now canon. That's how you cast this spell. <laughs> you yeah. Make like a, des a desperate plea to the gods. I'm not Jonah. Don't. Tratora, please don't. <laughs> I don't like the smell of that. Okay, so now any creature that tries to attack you um, has to roll a wisdom save against your 13 DC. On a fail, it has to choose a new target. The shark is obviously now on its turn going to close the gap and try and attack you. So it's going to have to make a wisdom save first. That is a fail. So now it's going to go past you <laughs> to Marley. So Marley, prepare to get attacked by a shark. What a time for a nat 20, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> oh, fuck. Mm. <laughs> she hasn't been hit in a while. Bring it. Okay, so uh, you are going to take the full... How'd you know it was a cherry tomato? That's very specific. I, I admire your you. culinary skills there. I can see your mouth. <laughs> I was going to leave that sentence. You can tell exactly what I'm eating right. by the way my mouth looks. I'm, I'm no, really impressed. By this time that you put a cherry tomato in it. I mean, I was like, you know what that is? That's a cherry tomato. I, you know what go... I'm going to do? Call me not it specifically. Yeah, I'm trying to go away here. from eating quite so much chocolate uh, while I play and eat something slightly healthier. <laughs> well, everybody agrees that cherry tomatoes taste exactly like chocolate. So. Well, they are nice and sweet. I like them. Yeah. I like uh, a dried cranberry. Um, mm -hmm. There's a very mm -hmm. nice nut medley that I get. It's cashews, almonds, and dried cranberries, um, and it's really quite delightful. Although they have a very interesting consistency of the three. You know, sometimes there's a lot of crans, sometimes you get a lot of almondos, sometimes the cash game's real fucking raw. It's tough, but you're just going to learn to judge the pet. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Okay, so... Well, um... <laughs> While that culinary discussion took place, um, I just rolled 6d10 
Um, and well, I mean, it can't get me in one two. hit, so that's yeah, good. Two. No, it, you, you take 36 piercing damage, Marley. Um, as, as you're standing above the water, and this shark mouth like basically just comes and chomps down on you, and then releases for some reason but that's part of the mechanics of this beast it doesn't have a grappling yes. fun feature uh, i'm on 27 so yay and now it is right I'm so mad so yeah. it has <laughs> it has stopped um where marley is which is just 15 feet away from the boat that's annoyingly just out of my range i'm just gonna keep i'm gonna have to just keep chucking javelins or nio at this thing you only have one javelin left we've just decided <laughs> A javelin singular. Well, I've also got Naya. He he functions as a javelin, I'm sure. What Sorry. damage did we say half bricks did? Bludgeoning. How much? Oh, um, I don't remember, but it would have been either a d4 or a d6. Wouldn't have been much. Do you want to make a call on that now? Uh, let's say d6. 1d6 damage for a half brick. Because you, cool. you can biff him pretty hard, and they've got sharp edges. I can be them pretty hard. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna um, hoof one. Um, there's a half brick as well, which is working on the plus six to hit that I have on pretty much everything. Uh, yes, because, yeah, proficiency plus your Good. strength. Yeah, nice. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, they're gonna function exactly the same as a thing. Um, so one of those definitely is a no, uh, but the other one definitely is a yes. So it's a 24. And an eight. Okay. So that's just gonna be one d six plus three, five. Actually, I should have said which dice is which because there's a plus three damage on the javelin, but not on the brick. And I got a two off the roll, so I think it's not very fair that I'd take that plus three. You would get plus three damage because it's plus your strength. It's the die plus your strength. It's plus my strength. Ignore me. So uh, five damage was it? Correct. Okay. Cool. So you just failing having any better ideas, you just about two half bricks and just lob them at this shark, um, and yeah, barely scratch the surface. And now Marley, <laughs> who has a giant shark, um, basically in the process of releasing you from its jaw right now. Um, I managed to hold concentration again. Bray. Luckily, it's like. DC 10 or half the damage that you just took because I was like ooh half the damage <laughs> that isn't would it be whichever, a serious DC whichever was harder <laughs> yeah uh, um so um I'm so I've still got Hunter's Mark on she just yoinks out her crossbow and fires okay like now straight, that she's straight, well within straight into its range well, actually because she's <laughs> She's actually how close is she? It's it's literally in the process of releasing you from its jaws. So, again, I'm still firing with disadvantage because I'm not thirty foot away. So. Yep. But it's still a dirty twenty, even with disadvantage because my lowest was a twelve. Nice. Yep. That's, um, that's a hit, obviously. Uh, yep, so I've got my 2d6s plus my extra d6. So that is plus 3, plus 3 is another 6, so that's 18 plus the 3. So 21. 21 damage, please. 21. It's a pretty sweet hit from your two bolts and your hunter's mark. Uh, 21 takes it down to that and sweet so yeah it's reflexively sort of um, just like turns away when the bolts hit but it, it can't move mm. anywhere because it's not, it's not its turn Arcus I would like to cast a cantrip word of radiance so you need to make a constitution save sweet um, my word of radiance is Shark Week, which I know sounds like two words, but it's one. Shark Week. Shark Week. Okay, we are definitely have, we're definitely Ooh, having uh, uh. an NPC at some point called Shark Week. Shark Week. Um, 
and it rolled a 18 for its um, con save. Uh, it's it's a, it's done it. <laughs> um, is it half damage or nothing at all? Um, must succeed on a Constitution saving. I will take. One. I think it's none at all. Oh. Wait. Succeed or t- oh no. Okay, you only yeah you only take one d six instead of two d six. Okay. Okay, I know how to read. I went to school. I know words. Uh, yeah, <laughs> take take four damage. Okay, four radiant damage. So you just say shark week, and it's the whole shark sort of glows this like white light. Is there anything else you do on your turn as a bonus? Yeah, I might I might try and be making my way back to the boat. Okay, <laughs> I don't you, need to stay yeah. on the water anymore. You can. You only you only went thirty feet, so you can get back to the boat. Yeah, nice. And because you're walking on water, I won't make you like spend any more movement trying to climb up. You just can sort of hop off the water and onto the boat. Hello. Maybe just like a wave up against the side of it and just walk up vertically. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. A perfectly timed swell goes up to the yeah. right to the lip of the boat, and you just sort of walk up it and then hop down into a bench flawlessly. I'm basically Storm from X Men. That's <laughs> except I'm, also I'm a demon. I'm here for do it. Do you um do you get rid of the spell? Uh, for for me, I'm I'm not doing it for me anymore. But I I don't think I'm putting you back under. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say because if you if you like disperse the magic, I'm just like. Whoop, whoop. Do you know what actually? <laughs> Fuck Marley. I'm gonna, <laughs> I can keep this up for an hour and it does nothing to me. But actually, I don't want to. You can drown. Right I like this image in my head that of Arcus keeping the spell on themselves and just standing casually on the water in Banful's shield because they can. <laughs> or just like in a puddle on the deck. <laughs> but I'm just... I still have the magic on just so I'm not getting like wet. <laughs> do you um, think does it deflect rain if it's raining slightly that's a good question no I think because it's um, a body of water but um, so okay. I can't climb up rain no, Okay. you can't use a rain ladder but th- you've just given me a great idea for a homebrew magic item Ooh, a um, rain ladder yeah what about waterfalls yeah. Don't, Don't go, go chasing them. Yeah, I. Hey, I should just stick to the the rivers and the streams that I'm used to. You're right. Fuck. Yeah. 100%. I don't understand the reference. <laughs> um, and now it's I don't sh- understand why they didn't reference lakes. I feel like lakes really got left out of that song. <laughs> lakes are overrated. Like we shouldn't trust them with a metaphor. What about creeks? Yeah, exactly. Ponds? I don't think ponds get a lot of love. Uh, pond scum um, yeah. is, is what's coming to mind. That's the worst um, kind of thing it can be, pond scum. Ponderosa from Always Sunny Philadelphia, real bag Terrible. of shit. His sister yeah. has a dead tooth mm-hmm. and wants to be a cat. That she is a cat. That one Rihanna song. She is a cat. That, Rih- that Rihanna song, Ponder Replay. The DJ jump on the replay. <laughs> yeah. mm. Bradley, Bradley, Bradley. If you were like an old timey jail man. I'm trying. And everyone knows the worst thing you do is when you're pondering. I am mm-hmm. trying to be involved in your lives. I want to be a part of what you have. <laughs> Let me be with you. Uh, um, well, Brad. It's hard to accept you when you look like you've escaped from an old-timey jail. <laughs> a, a, a gale. I was going to mention the striped shirt thing that you have going on there. Well, I just need, All I it need needs a, is like a, a black, little number. A black mask with some eye holes. And like the a, boy in the striped pajamas. And a big sack over my shoulder oh. with a dollar sign on it. <laughs> I'm on the lamb, yeah, see? Um, <laughs> I think you might be... Um, sort of giving yourself more airs and graces than you need, Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You know? Hey, I think not take a green mile. <laughs> that red hair oh, and those stripes. The Hamburglar is undoubtedly iconic, as is Mussolini. 
Okay. What? <laughs> so. How are the two comfortable? So. Always take it professionally. So, oh. so Banfor, who is up on the crow's nest, completely out of harm's way so far, uh, you look up to the sky and see three giant sharks falling from the sky on top of you. <laughs> Thing. It's my own fuck. This outfit. Fuck you. My wife thinks it's lovely. She bought me this shirt. <laughs> um. Okay. So it is the shark. This fascism. It is the shark's Fishes. turn. <laughs> it's the shark's fishism. turn, and it's only target. <laughs> Nazi the sharks. They're fishes. No, what do you want, Brett? What do you want? I want what? to get right, to the end this, of this. Is fucking... this? Are you not entertained? I want to get to the end of the sentence. It's taken me about ten is there minutes. No fun else? Are you not entertained? <laughs> <laughs> I think my dad just spontaneously jizzed with the puns that are coming out of me. Eh? Well, son's doing something I didn't tell. Wow. You know. <laughs> What a weird thing to bring up, your dad jizzing. There's a lot yeah, to unpack. I, like I think that just really comes to go by you with I assume it still works, I don't know. So, Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> a game that we're, actually, that we're actually succeeding in playing, by the way, today. We're actually rolling die in combat and having quite a dynamic fight with multiple Look, things Brad, going on. That's not what people come here for. This is a thing of the past, Brad. <laughs> We've moved on. <laughs> Just accept it, man. You'd do well to move on. We've so. got we've got twenty six thousand <laughs> listens or more because some of them aren't counted for some reason, and none of oh, them are here yeah. for the D and D. Back me up. Hey, Fades, back me up here. Message us if you listen to us for tell, the D&D. Tell us just how much you hate D&D. And... <laughs> I'll, I'll do a poll in the Discord and on Twitter and see who is, who listens to us um, for the actual D&D, for the game of Dungeons & Dragons, or, and who listens to it for the personalities of you fuckwits. <laughs> <laughs> Please word it that way. <laughs> yeah, the personality of these fuckwits, yes. But I feel like you should probably say D&D shenanigans or fuckwit personalities. Okay, so that's something I'll do uh, at the end of this call. Um, so, anyway, it anyway. is the shark's turn. <laughs> Fucking stop it. <laughs> tell your wife. It is the shark's turn the only target uh only two targets that it has are marley and the ship itself um Uh that wasn't an option earlier when i was thinking that's always been an option but you guys gave it two targets before the ship like weirdos (laughs) um marley is bleeding marley's bleeding into the water yeah yeah true (laughs) marley's bleeding into the water so her blood will make her the obvious target for a shark Mm -hmm. who fucking loves blood and these sharks have advantage on anything that has been injured so it will roll to bite you again with advantage how did you get injured though because it bit me Oh, oh it's yeah. you know what? You know what's really awesome? Thanks to the advantage, it got another net twenty. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah. By the way, guys, I'm going down. If it rolls as well as it did, and I will be sinking into the ocean, so Marley might die. Like Do you die, die. Conscious yeah. for it to, for the spell to work. I go prone anyway, and water walk wouldn't necessarily guarantee I don't drown. Let's just hope you're on your back, eh? I don't know. I, I feel like you might just curl up and and you could bleed out on top of the ocean, which is very funny. It's very funny. <laughs> like curled up in the fetal position, Actually, yeah. unable oh. to sink. Holy shit! Yeah, the blood just pulls out. Um, but Mar- you, you only need to like two centimeters of water to drown in, so you know who knows. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like. Yeah. <laughs> What's happened, Brad? Well, Marley just took oh, well. 43 piercing damage. <gasps> yeah, it, so it I'm ch- down. It chomped down on I her hard. Um, and I would, I would say... 43? 44. 43. 43. Um, so what it did was it 
sort of swam down a tiny bit and then swam up and like leapt out of the water and just took a chunk out of her on its way um like sailing over her so you all see it just sort of like whale jump out of the water and then splash down uh creating a huge swell that rocks the boat a little bit and marley just falls and because of the laws of physics have took out the one that's doing the most damage to it right now but that's cool (laughs) she falls unconscious and just floats on top of the water lying down (laughs) um actually jules roll a d20 uh to see if you are face down or face up um i will say rolled a 19 so what does that mean that's face up I i was about to say if it's 1 to 13 you are Oh, yeah, face down. Yeah. Uh, sorry, one to yeah, yeah, one to seven. It was going to be face down, and anything above a seven would be face up. Because I wasn't going to be that cruel yeah. to make it fifty-fifty. <laughs> <laughs> but nineteen anyway. You got face up on the water, unconscious, and uh, it is Banfall's turn. Holy moly, that shark is making things really tough for Marley. Uh, hopefully Banfor and Arcus can do something about it soon, or she gone die. She gone die. Uh, what a weird and wonderful fight so far, walking on water, thinking a giant shark is actually your hog friend, and hurling javelins and half-bricks in a vain attempt to avoid death at sea. Uh, we're going to find out what happens with that fight in the next episode. Uh, but hey, what up, big thank yous to our awesome Patreon supporters. They are Alex White Robinson, person who wants to stay anonymous, Robert Baldino from Not Quite Heroes Podcast, Irene Cucci, Laura Christine Goodman and James Blyses from Wheel or Woe, Cy J. Hodgkins, Laura Douglas, Mel Ziggler, Roger Raffamata, Sam Malcolm from Table Tales, Kydron Faust, Lauren Flake, Kai Deal, Ariana Kavalsic, Kevin Swift from The Dice Cult, Ben Edwards, Victorian Gavin Porter, Daniel Nichols from The Happy Go Lucky Podcast, and KP. Oh man, we could not make the show without you. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, as always... Don't forget to uh, get in touch with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, those are all at Fate of Ison, uh, and Twitch as well. Yay! Uh, or email Fate of Ison or jump into the Necropodicon Discord server. Uh, there's competitions there, giveaways of awesome games for PC and Mac, uh, as well as just awesome people and uh, awesome things to talk about and things to do. Uh, there's a link to that on our website, fateofison.com. Alrighty, see you later, everybody. Stay cool! Bye! Hey, Waffles. Hey, Mario. Hey, we've got 30 seconds to talk about what our podcast is about. What do you want to do? Oh, uh, Waffles and Mario talk about things. Mm. Uh, it's a... Um, how do you, how would you describe the podcast? I describe it as a podcast where both of us being funny people talk about things that we find funny. Well, it does, do we have to find it funny? No, or? we don't. We very rarely find things funny. Can we just talk about things and then we find the humor in that? Maybe. I don't know. I don't laugh. I'm not. A, I'm a sociopath. You are. Yeah. And so are you. I am. And that's what, that's what our podcast is about. The two sociopaths talking about things. Yes. Necropodicon. Hard to pronounce? Easy to listen.